They say the only stupid question is the one that doesn't get asked. They also say that if you don't ask, you'll never know. But who the heck are they? And how the heck do you ask when you're so nervous that you don't belong or don't deserve to be asking the question? Hi, welcome to Business Mindset Mastery. I'm Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and performance coach. I work with business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. You can always find me over at choosetohaveitall.com. And today we're tackling a question that I think a lot of people in the building business space probably have encountered for themselves at one time or another. And it's this idea of when you're new and just starting out and you're trying to get exposure for your business or your brand, your product or your service, how do you reach out to people who have larger audiences and larger followings to see if they might be willing to help you or connect you to your ideal client and your ideal market? It can be a really intimidating question and it can keep people frozen and stuck in inaction. That's what happened to today's listeners. So we're going to dive into today's question and I'll find you right on the other side. Here it goes. Heather, I'm coming at you with two questions. All right, come at me. I love it. Okay, here goes. Question one, I'm starting a podcast helping anxiety sufferers find relief. I was wondering if you would be on my show. <laughs> of course I'll be on your show, absolutely. Question two, why the hell was that so hard for me to ask? I've been wanting to ask you since before the summer started. When you reminded us that summer was almost over, it hit me that literally months of me wanting to ask and not asking have gone by. I can't possibly be the only one. I was wondering if you had any tips for how to connect with influencers and leaders like yourself. I know the stupid question is the one that doesn't get asked. I know, too, that if you never ask, you'll never know. I know all the platitudes, but still I got stuck in my own head for months. Any help or words of wisdom from the little people who are afraid to ask the higher-ups for help. Okay, so first word of wisdom is don't consider yourself a little person. You're, you're new to your business and your business is brand new, but that doesn't make you little or small. That just means you're starting out on a new venture and everybody has a first day. I think so much of this question has more to do with how you perceive yourself, your business, and how you want to be as a boss than it has to to do with what are the words you say to an influencer and what are the words you say to a leader. I absolutely can help you help you with a sample script at the end of this. But I think the first place you and I need to dive into is like, what took you so damn long? Um, I, I recognize the name on this email, so I'm not calling you out. Don't worry. But I know the name and you and I have had interactions. There is no reason on God's green earth why you couldn't have said, hey, Heather, I love your show. I listen to it all the time. You did an episode last month about anxiety. I happen to be doing a podcast about it. Would you be interested in being on my show? I would love to know your two cents about XYZ. By the way, that's a really good script. But you didn't ask me and we've had all these interactions. So for months now, I've chatted with you about different things and interacted and engaged on social media posts with you and all of that. And you never like just said, hey, I'm doing this thing. Would you be interested? 
that says so much more about you and where you're at in your head and your business right now. Because it was there were just so many opportunities and I believe that I'm a pretty approachable person. I don't think I've ever like made note or talked about saying no to somebody or like having ever sort of implied that I'm too big for a new show or or anything like that. Like I just think this choice is like so representative of a chock full of like thinking errors you have. So yes, I'm going to do your show. And yes, we're going to talk about it. And yes, I might call you out on your own show about how anxiety gets you frozen and stuck. And this is an awesome example of it. Um, but you know that enough of that. Let's, let's dive into this. So I want you to think for a second about your business and what you're trying to accomplish for your business, who you want to be and how you want to move through the world and what transformation you can offer people who engage with your services, who learn about you, who follow you, and learn your tips and strategies for managing anxiety. I just want you to sit with that for two seconds. I want you to imagine somebody feeling really lonely and really isolated because of their anxiety, afraid to talk about it. Maybe they're embarrassed about it, but on their way to work every single day, they listen to your podcast and they get a new tip and they get a new strategy and they find a new way to manage what can be a debilitating problem for some of them, right? Now, how is that person ever going to have that benefit if you don't tell people that that opportunity exists? If you don't put yourself out there, if you don't shout from the rooftops, this is who I am, this is what I do, and this is how I serve. You're so focused on you. This is such a you-centered question where it's, I'm afraid to ask. I don't want to be a bother. I don't want to be a nuisance. I don't want to hear no. What if they think this? What if they think that? What if they don't want to be on my show because I have zero listeners and there's nothing in it for them? What if, what if, what if? My friend, that's all about you. That's all about you and where you're coming from. And you're not thinking about your client. And you're not thinking about the people you can help and transform and who will benefit from somebody coming up on their show and offering on your show and offering three new strategies they may not have known to get through their day. So where am I going with this? (laughs) You got to stop thinking about yourself. So many people will sort of not reach out for themselves. They're too embarrassed. They don't think they're worthy. They don't think they're deserving. They don't think they're a big enough name. I don't care what the thinking error is behind it. I just know it's a thinking error. What you have to do to get to the other side of this is think of your client and what you owe them. Think about the people suffering with anxiety and what you owe them. It is selfish of you. If they, if you have an in, if you have an opportunity, if you have someone who might be able to help them to not say something and ask and look out, you know, look out for them and have their back a little bit. The way you ask and sit in that vulnerability of asking for a favor is to stop thinking about yourself. You're not doing it for yourself. Sure, the listens are going to be good. And yes, you want to build your business. And yes, you like you want to be profitable. You don't want to do this for th- free and all of that. But at the core, your why, or at least I'm assuming your why is, is because you don't believe people need to live with crippling anxiety. And because you don't 
you, you don't, you know, want that for them. You will do whatever you need to do to get them the information they need to not suffer. That's how you ask. Because it's really hard. You know, and I tell parents this all the time. Like, we will all do for our kids what we'll never do for ourselves. I think it's true for our clients and our audiences and our followers that we're more likely to do something for them if it will benefit them than if it's just going to benefit us. So you have to turn the lens and look at the transformations that are going to be possible if you can get out of your own gosh darn way and just ask people who you think can help. Because, you you know, the reality is, is what's on the other side of this? On the other side of this is a no from some people. Some people are absolutely going to say no. I pitch myself to be guests on podcasts all the time and I, I'm regularly told no. But, you know, the world doesn't end. I still have people like you who listen to me. I still have other listeners who care about my point of view and think I have something to say. And then on the off chance that someone says yes, I then have the opportunity to introduce this idea that happiness is a choice. We cannot control what happens to us, but we absolutely get to control who we are and how we move through the world on the other side of the bad thing that happens. And if I get to do that, for maybe one in 10 podcasts that I pitch myself to, then that's worth it to me. That's worth it to me. So I will hear no nine times for the 10th time to be a yes. That's how you want to motivate yourself. Because the reality is, is some people are absolutely going to think you're a bottom feeder. Some people are absolutely going to think that, you know, they built their business up on their their own backs by their own bootstraps and they you know they didn't do this to help other people build businesses on their own backs etc etc people are going to question you they're going to doubt your intention and other people are just going to know the rules of the game that part of this comes down to exposure part of building a business in an online social media frenetic world is it really does matter who you know and how you know them so you might get a no is it worth it to get a yes? Like you have to want the thing more than you're afraid of it. And right now, this entire exercise is going to be perfect for your show. It's going to be gold because what happens for people who struggle with anxiety is they are going to have to face the thing they're afraid of. They are going to have to do the thing they're afraid of in order to not feel anxious about it anymore. It doesn't work any other way. We cannot sit and talk to people about their anxiety and have them suddenly miraculously like feel better about things and not be afraid that's not how anxiety works you've heard me say it on my own show we can't kumbaya our way through it we have to freaking go to war so when you're thinking about reaching out to influencers when you're thinking about saying hey i think you have some value for my audience i love what you had to say it helped me i'm wondering if you'd be interested in spending 45 minutes with the people that i'm helping and serving and maybe share some words of wisdom that's another good script by the way 
is keeping it natural and keeping it easy. But when you say that out loud and they get and you get a no, it opens the door to say thank you so much. If you happen to know anyone else who this might be an appropriate offer for, I would appreciate it if you pass my name and contact information along. Because yes, the more people who come to know you, the more people come to ask of you. Yes, there's influencers out there who are constantly asked questions. I just talked to somebody the other day who reached out to, um, you know, one of the leading podcast hosts and was told that she's not doing interviews until uh, 2019. So she, you know, she's going to either accept that 2019 date or, you know, maybe lose out on being on that show. But it's the idea being that you're going to ask because what really is the worst thing that's going to happen? Like, can you survive a no? Like, will you live to tell the tale? And if you don't think you can survive a no, if you don't think you have it in you to ask the question and get like a no on the other side of it, then my friend, I have to be really honest with you and you're not ready to run your show. You can't do a show about anxiety and not be prepared for rejection. Because I can tell you that in 10 years of mental health therapy for people who struggle with depression and anxiety, anxious people are some of the most resistant clients I have ever encountered. Their fear is such a rock solid defense and they will call you all kinds of names and tell you all kinds of reasons that you are wrong, that you don't know what you're talking about, that it's not that easy. They will, they will go to war for their own anxiety. And I've seen it happen. I've experienced it. So you have to think about building this business as a boot camp for yourself. It's going to put you outside your comfort zone. It's going to make you nervous. It's going to make you timid. You're going to second guess yourself. All of that is true. All of that is going to happen. But that's why you're doing the show. Because you're going to do it. You're going to live through it. You're going to get to the other side of it. And you're going to get to tell your people about it. And you're going to tell them, hey, it wasn't so bad. Hey, actually, it was actually kind of terrifying. But I didn't die. <laughs> that's what one of my clients um um, said recently <laughs> when I made her do something she didn't want to do. She was like, well, I didn't die. But like, you're going to get to the other side of it and you're going to live to tell the tale and your experience is going to help your audience. And if you don't ask, if you sit in fear and you don't risk that like 10 seconds of rejection, then you're not helping people. At like beginning, middle and end, you're not doing it. You're not showing up for yourself. You're not showing up for your audience. And then on some level, you deserve what you get, right? Because that's the natural consequence of our choices. When we don't choose for ourselves, life has a way of choosing for us. So you reach out even though you're scared to death. You ask even though you don't think you have any business asking, but you start to think about if you had already arrived into the space and you were already an influencer and you were already quite busy and had limited choices and whose podcast you could be on or which interviews you would say yes to, what would you want to hear and what would you want to know? And then you tell the person that, that pitching yourself and putting yourself out there and showing up for your business comes down to the same basic rule for communication that I teach on this show all the time. Tell people what you want them to think. 
Be transparent. So you say, hi, my name is. I'm really excited to be introducing a new podcast to the, you know, the community. I'm helping anxious so-and-sos and so-and-sos who feel X, Y, and Z do A, B, and C. I really think that you have an important point of view for this conversation. I would love to have you on the show. If you wouldn't mind, um, you know, 35 minutes of your time, I would love the opportunity to talk to you about what you've learned so that my audience can benefit from your wisdom. Just like quick and easy. And the thing that I will tell you is you have to make it as easy as possible for the person receiving the email. So the first thing is, is do your homework. First of all, find out if this person does podcast interviews. Find out what types of podcast interviews this person likes to do. What are the topics they like to talk about? Or come prepared with topic ideas that you want that person to talk about so that they can quickly do an inventory of themselves to make sure it's a topic that they feel comfortable talking about. Keep the email short and sweet. Don't go into a diatribe. Don't be self-deprecating and apologize for asking. Just be clear and concise to the point. Don't act like you're sorry for existing and just say, if you wouldn't mind, I'd love to have you. This is how to get in contact with me. If you know that the person has a VA, try to track down the VA's name. That's one of the things that I've done that's got and me really consistently good results is I do a little detective work and I find out who the team members are for these people. So then I'm, I'm able to say, hi, so-and-so, I understand that you work for so-and-so. Thanks so much for everything you do to support, you know, to, to, to support your boss and set them up for success. I really love what you guys are doing. I would like to be a part of it. Here's how I think I can add to the conversation. If you're interested in knowing more about me, da 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 See, that's the script. It comes out easy because it's not forced or prepared. It's natural. It's this is what I think you can do. This is how I think I could help, etc., etc. And then just go for it and recognize that no's are a part of the journey to yes. You can't escape that. You can't get away from it. You can't change it. But what you can do is stop making a no the end of the world. Stop making it such a big freaking deal. Um, everybody's going to live to tell the tale. Um, there's really scary crap that happens in this world. Um, and I, I think sometimes like when I, when I hear like somebody like you say, like you waited months to ask me this question, I just kind of want to say to you, like, you know, my husband got hit by a bus, right? Like you, you know that really bad things happen in this world. Like you really don't think you can handle asking me to be on your show and getting a no? Like, like I, I think we need to reality test ourselves a little bit because I think we take ourselves and our businesses and this putting ourselves out there and this thing for exposure entirely too seriously. We need to take it down a notch. We are not that important. It is not that big of a deal and we will all be okay in the end. I am so glad you reached out to me. If I don't have you running for the hills and going, oh my God, I'm so sorry for starting this conversation. Absolutely. Put me in the lineup for your first week of shows. I would gladly help you launch this thing and put it out to the universe. I would highly, highly support that. I just need to get you out of your own way first. Um, so thank you so much for reaching the, you know, reaching out with this question. I know for a fact you're not the only one. My guess is now that you've done this, I'm going to get like 50 million requests to be on podcasts and yes to everyone who asks. So if you want me on your show, you have to ask, but 
because that's mindset in real time, right, my friends? Thanks so much for being brave and putting yourself out there. And you used your real name so in that email. So <laughs> you know that I know you, and I think that's brave and courageous. I can't tell you how many people send me emails from like these made-up email addresses um, instead of using their own names, so I don't find out. So I have the total respect for your clarity, your transparency, and your ability to ask a question. At the end of the day, that's the most important thing. It really doesn't matter how long it takes you so long as you do it. So um, good job on that. Um, I'll get back in touch with you for uh, what you want me to do and when you need me available, and I'll happily be on your show. And anyone else who wants my two cents on your life or business, you can find me just where today's listener did over at Heather at choose to have it all.com. I also want to put a plug in there. Um, if you get value from my show, from the advice that I give you, if you're benefiting um, in your life or in your business from the, the value I offer on this show, I am going to remind you it's a daily podcast. I give my heart and soul to it every day of the week. So if you wouldn't mind considering a financial contribution to the show to show me your appreciation, I certainly would welcome that. You can find the link for that in the show notes, and I would appreciate anything you can contribute. It's a good way to sort of tell me too, to keep on doing what I'm doing, that it has value to you because it puts your money where your mouth is. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having these conversations with me. I, I know I got fired up today. Um, a little sassy saucy <laughs> towards the end of your week, but um, I think it's a really important conversation. I hope I've challenged you and how you're thinking. Thanks so much for joining me today. I really look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.